People yeah. say, hey, you know, emotion is more important than IQ, but the most important thing is AQ. And AQ is your adaptability quotient. Your ability <laughs> to adapt to a situation is the most important thing, whether it's um, adapting to COVID, the economy, to your prospect. Your ability to think on your feet and adapt to a situation determines how well you are able to push through and be successful. That's really, really important. One, two, three. Ciao, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Espresso Talks. I'm here uh, with the incredible, uh, super, uh, and uh, born caffeinated uh, Marcus Chen. Hey, 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 Marco, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, this is a, uh, I probably don't need more coffee, but you know, this is what I do. I still love coffee regardless. Yeah, yeah, I said born caffeinated, but uh, as you can see, <laughs> a little help, no? Yeah, just a little bit of help, a little extra juice for our talk today. Amazing. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be an incredible talk. And uh, to start, uh, I went, you know, over your LinkedIn profile, your website and everything. And what really amazed me was your story, your background and how you went, let's say, from the bottom. Now you're here on top. You have been promoted 10 times uh, in 10 years, uh, many records, uh, coached a lot of uh, people successfully. So um, I think to start your background uh, story, I think it would be important yeah. for the conversation. Yeah, 100%. So first off, I never thought I'd go into corporate America. Okay, so I grew up working at my parents' restaurant. We were very, very poor. And, you know, fast forward a little bit. Eventually, my first job, like a real, like, you know, career type role was as an intern selling insurance. And, you know, from there, I was able to fortunately, you know, figure it out. Never really worked in corporate America before, but I was able to have some pretty good success from selling insurance. Mm -hmm. Again, promote a bunch of times, going to a startup company, building that from scratch, get promoted a bunch of times to switching companies later on and redoing it again and get promoted a bunch of times. And really, I've been pretty fortunate because uh, frankly, Marco, I, I don't think I'm anybody special and I believe anybody can do it if they know what to do. And I think I've just been fortunate to have a little bit of foresight to know what to do which has helped me get promoted 10 times in 10 years and ultimately be pretty fortunate to achieve some pretty cool results along the way because of that too. Well, I mean, something special, uh, I think you should have it. But uh, <laughs> as we talked, uh, of course, everyone wants to be promoted. Who doesn't want it? Uh, but not everyone knows exactly how to do it. So yeah. what would be your suggestions uh, based on what you've learned in those 10 years in your career? So I think the first thing is we had to break a really common misconception. And the really common misconception is simply this. Hey, if I'm successful in sales, successful in my role, I will mm -hmm. get promoted. Okay. That's what a lot of people just kind of believe. But if you really think about it, we've known many people who are very successful in sales who do not get promoted. Okay. So the reality is, is that's a huge misconception. Now I would say it's a, it's a minimum requirement still in order to get promoted. You still have to be good at your job. That's really, really important. A lot of people don't realize that, but you have to be good at yeah. your job, right? <laughs> Uh, that, that's that's a minimum requirement, right? But but being good at your job doesn't mean you'll get the next job. Mm -hmm. And especially if you are in a company that maybe requires an interview for the next role. So say if you're an SDR and you're interviewing yeah. for SDR manager or AE role or whatever, you may need to interview for it or you still need to position yourself for that role. So mm -hmm. the reality is what, what I did, and then this is early on, and this is really, really important. The key is first step number one, making sure you are excelling in your role, okay? That's really important. If you're not excelling in your current role, 
that's like that's like a minimum that's a minimum expectation right because the mistake some people make is they say they don't get the job they don't get promoted so then they leave mm -hmm. a company and they go apply somewhere else hoping to get that job and they may or may not get that job but you see them hit, hit, hit a wall they end up or a ceiling and they don't ever get promoted beyond that point mm -hmm. because reality is is maybe the, the timing is right they got that role but the reality is is if you want to get promoted consistently there's a methodology there's a, a system and method to do it and the first thing i would do is aside from crushing my current role and developing skills for that is identify what role do you want to be in okay but more yeah. importantly what role do you want to be in two three roles from now that's really really important to understand that okay okay because the mistake some people make is they're looking for that next step to take which that is important but what's the bigger picture look like let's just say for example if they're an sdr they interview for an ae role but if they're what they really want to become is a lead they want to lead people so if they're working on becoming great as an, as an ae and they're still an sdr that's great they'll get that role but then you see people stop developing from the next level so we think about yeah. this if you develop skills to be two three levels above the, the role you, you want to be at now you're ahead of the game so once you uncover what role you want to be say maybe you want to be a sales leader or maybe a director or a vp whatever the company has identify what are the key skills you need to be massively successful in that future role. That's super important because I reality especially, is once you- Especially if you're an AE, then you have the choice, no? You either go yes. into larger accounts or you go into management, but it's two completely different paths. Right, 100% right. So once you know that, right, then from there, you start, you uncover what skills do you need to position yourself for that role, also to excel in that role. And then from there, you start working developing those skills and that allows you to position yourself in a better position, right? Cause you might uncover pretty quickly as you are trying to develop and learn more about the role that crap, you know what? Like, I don't, I don't want to do that role at all. Now you can pivot, but the mistake some people make is they look at their next role. They, if they start to learn a little bit about it and it's not what they want, they become lost. They're like, Oh, I guess I don't really know what I want. But if you think further ahead, or right, I think two, three roles, if not further ahead and figure out skills you need, then you start working. And we, and we develop those skills. That's really important. Now that's, that's just part of it. Okay. So as you're developing those skills, which you also need to be fully aware of are who are all the major players that can influence you to be in that decision, right? Just like a sales process, whether it is your, if it's going to be your AE, a, a, a manager, right? It could be a different, different department manager, who knows, whatever, how the org structure set up, who are all the people that are responsible for it? And not just in between all the way to the top, right? Like there, are there directors and VPs and senior yeah. VPs also part of it too? And uncover how do they perceive you and what do they believe you need to develop to get into that role. And if you picture it, you're basically, you're figuring out what's a roadmap to where I want to go in yeah. all these decision makers' eyes. And then once you know all those things and you start working developing those skills, you also want to make sure you are consistently learning, growing, developing, but also showcasing how you are aligning with what they need, okay? Mm -hmm. So for example, let's just say I'm an SDR and I want to be an SDR manager. One of the key skills is you want to be able to show you have a replicatable process that you yeah. can teach other people to do the role very successfully, just as good as you. So reality is, is when you get in the role, you can't, you can't just say, hey, SDRs, make more dials, book more calls. It doesn't work that way, right? And if you do that, you'll have very limited success. But if you can teach your peers who are SDRs how to do it, how to prepare for phones, how to make dials, how to overcome objections, how to qualify meetings and book high quality targeted meetings that generate revenue and build a robust pipeline, then from there, you can share your to everyone else. So picture this, I want to be an SDR manager and now I know that's where I want to be in. So I start 
pull inside other SDRs and train them on my own time, helping yeah. coach and guide them in addition to crushing my own role. So now when the position opens up and they're saying, hey, who should we put in that role? Well, hey, look, that Marcus yeah, right. guy, doing the job. Already, he's already doing the job, right? He's already doing the job. And he's showing he can get success and results. He's showing he can influence not just laterally, reality he's influenced up too because he's also showcasing yeah. right and then you just also want to make sure that you're also making sure people are visible to what you're doing not in a, yeah. in, in a, a braggadocious way but in a way that showcases you have goals in mind and you know how to get there right and, you, and you're teaching other people how to do it too and that's very 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 powerful so um, in that sense how would you involve the other stakeholders yeah how would you go so, about that Step one, I would uncover who are all my major stakeholders, right? Who are all the people that are involved in the process? And then I want to set up an individual meeting with every single one. And when you set up an individual meeting with every single one, you really want to cover what's important to them. What do they yeah. want to see, right? And the other reason why this is really, really important too is typically the stats show every 90 days, a decision maker changes anyways in the sales cycle. No different. So if you have multiple stakeholders you're working with to uncover, that positions you to be most likely to win, even if you have turnover or promotion in those roles. So once you're talking with them, that's really important. And what you want to do too is you can also ask them, hey, as I'm learning, growing, developing, how best do you want me to showcase these efforts to you so you yeah. know that I'm actually developing? And that's a very, very powerful way. And sometimes it's simply emails, right? Or really subtle way is say, for example, if they say, well, show us how you can coach and develop other people, right? Yeah. Very simple. Let's just say I'm coaching you, Marco, and then you have success. You book three more appointments than usual tomorrow, right? I shoot you, you tell me all about it. I shoot you an email later and I just CC my boss, right? And anybody else mm -hmm. that may want to know about that. Hey, Marco, great job today. I love that you execute on those things that we talked about yesterday and you book three more appointments. Keep it up, my man. You're going to crush quarter this quarter. Boom. So now people are going to be giving Marco kudos, but they're going to say, hey, but who taught Marco, right? So it's a very subtle ninja way to do it, right? Without saying, look at me, I did it, right? Yeah. And even if they don't catch on to it, that's no problem. Problem, but ultimately, when it happens consistently, you be, you build a brand of being incredibly resourceful and that leader who knows how to teach other people. And you do that consistently, and you'll become the obvious choice, right? And this is actually how I was able to get promoted so quickly in, in pretty much every single role I've been in by simply doing that, right? Excel in my role, know what I'm gonna do, helping others win or do whatever they, they want to see, and I showcase it in a non-braggadocious way. It should never be about me, but about the impact of the people, right? And that allows people to see it, and they want then they say, okay, wow. This person knows what they're doing. At the end of the day, when you think about when you're hiring, promoting someone, your number one goal is to mi minimize your risk, to put someone who has the highest chance of success in that role. So if you can reduce their risk as much as possible upfront, when that deal opens up, you are most likely to get that deal, right? To get that promotion. Same concept. Yeah, I love it. it and I love the concept, the, the analogy with sales and the sales process. So I think it's a really powerful way of picturing it, you yes. know, imagining the different stakeholders in the process as you would do it in the in a meeting room, you know, with a company. So you yes. will have the main decision maker, but then you need your network of champions as well to influence. And you need yeah. the network of champions to push you to make sure that mm -hmm. these get implemented. Right. So two is, uh, you have to also, in part of it, like when you want that role, you have to remember everything is part of your brand okay so once you uncover what they're saying like you have to earn the opportunity every single day and that's a mistake many yeah. people make is they wait till the positions open up and they say oh you know what i want to be that sdr manager i want to be the AE. Yeah. i'm gonna start wearing a jacket to work a suit jacket to work like, you know, i'm gonna start i'm gonna start uh, i don't know shaving <laughs> now you know i'm like well, 
don't wait till the opportunity, earn it every single day, right? And when you earn it every single day, you are most likely to, to win because they're gonna judge you not based off what you do before the interview, they're gonna judge you based off what you have consistently been doing all throughout leading up to the interview. At the end of the day, most of the time, when those if it's internal hire, they usually have a pretty good idea who they want. The interview only solidifies the idea, that's it. So you're pre-selling it upfront on why you're the best person, and then you're just gonna seal the deal in the interview. I think I have good chances of getting promoted another five, six times in the next uh, four or five years now. <laughs> I, I love it, right? Well, most people don't think this way, right? Most people think very much like in their current role. Yeah. And of course you do want to excel in your current role, but when you think ahead, you position yourself to have more success. I think if you want to compete with the big guys, just doing your job, that's the basics. Everybody else is doing that. And how do you differentiate from others is by creating the brand uh, throughout time. That's right. And uh, I really like also, you know, the keeping uh, everyone in the loop. Mm -hmm. that's, it's like in sales. You're basically on top of the customer's mind, on the prospect's mind, until right. boom, it gets to the point of making a decision and guess who the customer is going to choose. You and your product, guess who they're going to promote? You. You, you are top of mind right so you yeah. are constantly nurturing it right and there's and there's obvious things like you have to also follow company rules and do certain things like you have to be able to adjust your style to fit each decision maker right it's really yeah. important right yeah. like like because you can do all those things really well but let's just say for example a core a core principle for the company is i don't know let's just say wear a shirt and tie to work every day i'm just making something up and you're that person who thinks that you don't have to wear a shirt and tie every day yeah. well you might do everything else right, but if they don't, if they feel like you're not going to be able you to fit. follow the rules of the company, that, that's hard. Like, so there's many things you have to really make sure you're navigating and be intentional about. And when, when you are intentional, you increase your chances of getting yeah. promoted. Amazing. So I will have another quick question for you. Sure. Uh, but hey, I said this was going to be 10 minutes, but I'm Italian Spanish, so time management <laughs> is not my skill. <laughs> Stop, whatever so you want. Yeah. For people that want to excel in sales, you have coached yeah. many, you are one of them. What are the main characteristics uh, that you have seen into that 1% of successful you know, people? Yeah, and there's definitely a lot, right? So I'm going to drop just a couple really key ones. Number one, their ability to adapt. When you think about, you know, emotional intelligence, EQ, and then there's uh, intelligence, IQ. People yeah. say, hey, you know, emotional is more important than IQ. I don't disagree, but the most important thing is AQ. And AQ is your adaptability push. Your <laughs> ability to adapt to a situation is the most important thing. Whether it's um, adapting to COVID, the economy, to your prospect, your ability to think on your feet and adapt to the situation determines how well you are able to push through and be successful. That's really, really important. The second thing I would say is really, really important is your ability to be resourceful. At the end of the day, the most successful people, they don't succeed because of resources. They succeed because of the resourcefulness. So they are able to be very resourceful no matter what, right? So I'll give you an example. So when I started in outside sales, we had no budget, right? I had literally zero inbound leads. Everything was homegrown prospect. I had to go out there and make all the calls. I do everything, right? Oh, and no sales training. But by being more resourceful, I was terrible at first. And I figured out what I had to do. By being resourceful, it shot me to number one very quickly and then held that very quickly, right? By yeah. being more resourceful. Any situation, right? If you are resourceful, you find a way to get things done and that ties into AQ. And the third characteristic I'm gonna say, is, which is really important as well, is the common misconception is people say, you have to be great at presenting and pitching. Yes, that's important to a certain extent. What's even more important is your ability to actively listen. Your ability to truly hear your prospect 
read their body language, read between what they're actually saying and adapting to what they need. And the best salespeople are very good at listening and they read between the lines. For example, most time when you get the first objection, it's a real surface layer objection, whether it's on the phones or face to face. The top professionals know that and they, they hear that and they dig deeper, they dig deeper, they dig deeper and they get to the true root of the problem and what's really going on. And yeah. those yeah. who are best at active listening are the ones who are able to do that. So that's why being an extrovert doesn't necessarily mean you'll be great at sales. You know, it's whoever's best at listening and really interpreting it properly and showing to the prospect they can actively listen will help shoot them to the top, right? And those are probably minimum expectation you have those to be a top performer. <laughs> Adaptability, resourcefulness, and active listening. So there you go. You have the three main characteristics. Then you just have to be the best possible at your job. You just have to crush quota after quota. Then build your uh, network of champions uh, throughout time. And uh, that's it. Pretty easy, no? That's how you get super, promoted. Super easy, right? A 1% top sales rep. Super easy. Super easy, right? Hey, at the end of the day, um, if you think about it, right? At the end of the day, the most successful people are willing to do what most are unwilling to do. And as a result, they achieve the uncommon things that the common people don't, don't achieve. And when you, when you think that way and you have that mindset, you do different things and then you have better results, right? And if you think about it, this is why it's so critical that a top professional always knows what drives them and their goals. That's so critical because it is hard to do those things. And if you don't have a bigger picture in mind of where you're going towards, it's really hard to wake up and get out of bed when you're feeling tired. It's really hard to make those dials when you feel bad. It's really hard when you have obstacles in your way. But those who are most successful take action no matter how they feel and they push through regardless of the economy, the pandemic, or whatever else is going on. That's life. Thank you so much, uh, Marcus. As you like Italy, grazie. Hey, thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And thanks for your time today. Have a great day. To yours, uh, the longest espresso ever with Marcus Chan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao.